Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the True Safety Podcast. I'm your host, Apollonia Rockwell, and holy smokes, guys, I have somebody so incredible, so influential, and so inspiring. Today, we have Shaeen, and Shaeen, I'll have you pronounce your last name because I'm so nervous to butcher it. Tell us your first and last name properly. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Hi, Apollonia. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this podcast. Yes, my name is Shaeen Abdul Rahman. It's uh, Arabic, a little long name. <laughs> yes, and tell everyone where you are joining us from this morning. I'm not even sure if it's morning where you're at. Probably not. Where are you joining us from? <laughs> No, I'm from Suriname. That is a small country in uh, South America. And it's oh already one o'clock. Well, what's awesome is that we have this technology that is allowing us to connect today. And yeah. everyone, what is so special um, with Shaeen, other than being um, an entrepreneur, other than being a mama, other than all those things, she is running and uh, she is the CEO and co-founder of a safety company. And the company is Heavy Construction Academy. Is that correct? Yes. And they specialize in a whole bunch of stuff, heavy equipment training. I remember some conversations we had offline. You're doing Hazwopper classes. You're teaching in uh, all over the place in Texas and Florida in the States. And it's been your your guys are so busy and I'm just so honored to talk to you this morning. But one thing I just want to jump into it. No pause. No, (laughs) I want to get into it. I want to know more about you and your story and how you got into safety. So tell us how, like start from the beginning, where did you grow up and what did that look like? So uh, how did I start with safety? Uh, I was a small, a little girl uh, um, and I grew up with heavy equipment. Um, my grandfather was, uh, had a contracting business and as a little girl in the weekend, I was always so excited when he comes to pick me up <laughs> and go to the work sites. I was always so amazed, um, by all the equipment that I was working on site and what they are, that what they were able to do. So that is how I, um, yeah. I grew up with with heavy equipment. Never did I knew back then that I will have my career within the same industry. (laughs) So 15 years ago, um, I was 23 years old uh, then. I started working for a big contracting Mm. uh, company. And I started at HR and that company was working for uh, multinational companies in Suriname, like the BHP Billiton, Alcoa, IM Gold, all the big um, mining companies. And 
um, yeah, as for us, safety was completely new because in Suriname, we do have um, a safety regulation, but it, it's so old and nobody is checking if yeah. you're doing the right wow. things. So we had to start from the beginning. <laughs> we had to start from, from scratch. And um, yes, all the big companies, uh, mm -hmm. they were helping us with training, some of the training, but some of the other training okay. we had to learn ourselves. And we at HR, we had to make sure that all the employees had the right training, had the right medical screening. So, and we don't have any formal education yeah. in safety in Suriname. Um, and I didn't have any uh, formal education in, yeah. in, in safety. So I started from scratch reading all the uh uh, the regulation like OSHA, like uh, ANSI, and we had to develop our own programs. So that is how I uh, came in contact with safety from from the multinational oh side. And yeah. And uh, well, yeah. I just, I'm running through, this is, I, I'm imagining all this. You're HR, <laughs> you're somehow wearing the safety hat and you're somehow now responsible for your employees' well-being when it comes to protecting them on the job, making sure they're getting home to their families. And this is not what you signed up for. This is not what you, you know, thought about maybe your first day. No. And so tell us, what is the culture of safety, like when you began this journey, I mean, so you're saying this is something that we talked about offline was that safety isn't, you know, there's no OSHA where you're at. There's, there isn't a, no, we don't have, we don't have any regulations and there are no penalties. So everyone is free to do what they, <laughs> oh what they like. <laughs> but for us, <laughs> For us, it was different because you have, if you want to work with the multinationals, then you need to have safety in place because for the multinationals, safety was the highest okay. priority. So if you want, you, if you want or not, you, you, you need to have safety in place. So that's how we started. We, we started with a safety department, we had the HR and the HR and the safety department were, were collaborating and I was always so eager to learn. So even though it wasn't my responsibility, I was always um, present with, with the safety wow. department. I uh, was always eager to learn, to analyze mm -hmm. incidents, um, to read a lot of uh, of, of the standards and, and international uh, requirements about safety and training. And that is how, um, yeah, I, I developed the interest in, in, wow. in safety. And so at this time, so how I can <clears throat> also imagine these conflicting safety standards for the employees on one hand Safety is not a federal requirement. You guys don't have OSHA. So these employees, maybe some of them at their previous jobs, I mean, they're wearing 
tennis shoes on the job site. I mean, now they're working for this company where still it's not federal mandated to abide by safety regulations, but your guys' clients are requiring you to be, you know, in compliance with their safety standards. So I could imagine employees being conflicted. Um, but what was the, yeah. what was the mindset of your average employee? Were they fighting safety like, did you see a lot of pushback or was there a lot of people embracing safety? Was it 50, 50? I mean, gosh, that was just so hard. I can imagine that being hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, it was a okay. challenge. It was a challenge because you now have to unlearn. Wow. Things. Yeah. People were, yeah. And that is, that is so easy it's difficult to unlearn things it's easier to teach someone something completely new than to unlearn things because they are they were all we were working with operators truck drivers who came from the field where there are no safety regulations so you it, it was a completely mind shift and it took us years back then to yeah to come from one mindset to a totally different mindset. And wow. yeah, it's still it's still a challenge because you every time you get new people, all the older people they they have it already in it, the safety mindset mindset. But you you still get new people every time you get new people. So it's it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. It still is a challenge. I could see that. Yeah. I mean just here where we're at in in Colorado, where <laughs> we have OSHA breathing down our necks in the construction world, in the oil and gas world. And it's still hard at times to enforce safety with some employees just because, you know, just because the mindset of this will never happen to me. Um, you know, mm-hmm. why take these extra steps to be cautious when you know, I grew up in this industry and I've never seen or experienced an accident before. So it's just so, so far out of reach to imagine an accident happening to me. So we face that and I can't imagine your challenges. What, what were some techniques? Like what were some of the things that you did to start enforcing a safety program or a safety culture with people that never heard of safety regulations before how did you go about that so i i was at the hr so i had good um relationship with all the people all the employees i see so it we started we started with a lot of um training okay a lot of awareness. We start with awareness, mm-hmm. but also one-on-one conversations with them. Um, in the beginning, we had a lot of, of incidents. So we every every time an incident occurred, we had to talk with them. Like, did this happen? Why did this happen? What procedure you didn't follow? And what are the consequences? If we go like this, if we go further like this, it will have a huge impact on the company, yeah. like in, in cost. And if if we cannot um, pay the cost anymore, we have to lay off people. 
So that is how I I build a relationship with with the people, explain to them what is the importance of safety, and not only for them but also for the company. So that is how I started. Oh my gosh, that made with with a lot of awareness, a lot of one on one conversations. Mm-hmm. I even did um, some research on the behavior side, yeah. talk to, to um, explain to them and to see what, what is the, what is, what is the, uh, the behavior side mm-hmm. of this? Why are people behave, behave like this? Mm-hmm. And then explain the results with, uh, with them, to them. Oh my gosh, Shane, I, I hear so many gems that you're talking about here because It just makes sense, guys. I mean, for everyone listening, I think that what you've said echoes a lot of people's philosophy that have been successful in building great safety programs is that starting with a simple relationship with the boots on the ground. And when you have employees that know that you care, that you really, really care about your well-being, their well-being, then it's easier to influence safety standards or regulations or policies when you are, I hear you coming at the employee from two sides, the logical side of, hey, we've experienced these accidents before. You don't want this to happen to you. You don't want to impact your family. Here are the accidents we've had here. But then also the emotional side, you are building a relationship with them. You are, you know about their Mm -hmm. family, you know, um, you're asking questions about who they are as a person outside of work, you know, just getting to know them as a human and then, you know, being able to impact change from there. But so obviously you have a passion for people, you know, you start in HR here, get into safety. Now you're in charge of, (laughs) you know, you grow into this, this really the safety sensitive role. So then how, what happens from there? from you starting your own business and tell us how about how, how that journey started. So I, it started when I finished my, um, my master's in business administration. Okay. I, I then had the feeling that I can do more. Mm. I can have an impact on more people yeah. than only within a company. Yeah. So that's when um, I I started writing my um, my business plan that and I had thought about it because it was it was something that I wanted to do along before I even start working. I really wanted to um, be active with people with their development because I have an I have an bachelor in educational design mm-hmm. and I knew I want to do something with educating people yeah. helping them develop and uh, yes that's how I started I, I wrote my uh, my business plan that um, I want to have uh, a training institute teaching others how to operate equipment efficiently, effective, effectively, so they can have more return on their investment. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, if you um, operate equipment, safety is, is the most important part of it. 
So how I combine both things, so the technical part of operating equipment and safety, because yeah, you cannot operate an equipment without the safety part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that is how I started in 2017. Okay. Um, yeah, and now I currently work for the uh, multinationals. We work for the multinationals in Suriname. I teach their employees um, on safety. I do their onboarding. So all the new employees that's going to Mindside, they come to us and we teach them in their um, in their safety regulations. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm just getting goosebumps. You're so inspiring. I just, and I do remember that our offline conversations, the mining side of things too. Um, so is it, is it MSHA? Like how we would refer to as MSHA training? Is that the same um, type of training yeah. for the mining sites that you work on? Okay. Yes. So a lot of MSHA training. Yeah. I mean, and then what is that like? What is that like as far as Typical mining companies, you know, are they, are most of them, are most contractors abiding by what OSHA would deem safe or are people going above OSHA compliance? Are there still a lot of companies you see not following OSHA regulations? So the companies that, the multinational companies that are working in um, Suriname, they are uh, American companies and Canadian, and um, yeah, safety is is their highest priority. So, if you want to work in in the mining companies, you need to adhere to their um, regulations. So, what I have seen is that you see you 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 can see uh, a huge difference between the mining companies, the multinational companies. And Surinamese companies. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, but if you want to work for them, if you want to be competitive and work for them, you need to have all the requirements in place. So, um, yeah, you start, maybe you start with uh, your mindset, a lower mindset about safety but along the way when you start working into the mind in 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 the mind side mm -hmm. then you see that their level of understanding safety will go up also i see i see and what about yeah i mean how common is it that your where you live i mean how common is it <coughs> that people are that there still are fatalities incidents people i remember you mentioned like people working like in tennis shoes still like is that <laughs> on construction projects on oil and gas projects so it's like is that common where you're at still or is it is it becoming yes. less, becoming less and less common okay it's common it's common um all the uh you will not see this at at my sites at multinationals at companies that work for the multinationals mm -hmm. you will not see that but mm -hmm. um all the other companies they 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 don't know a lot of uh, about safety mm -hmm. and 
because there there are no um, penalties for them. No one coming in from the government side to see, hey, are you working according to some safety standards or not? So they 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 don't have to adhere to some safety rules. So there is a huge difference. And especially uh, because I work as a third party with these companies, Yeah, you can see a huge, when I'm, when I'm driving um, in the city, you can see some um, people uh, climbing on, uh, on buildings without uh, a harness oh <laughs> of all equipment. <laughs> Yes, yes, I see a lot of strange things. The safety mindset um, of other companies that are that, that aren't working for multinationals, um, yeah, it's not there yet. Wow, how close is how close is the industry to adopt <clears throat> something like OSHA or? I mean, is that even conversation that there will soon be a federal mandate? I guess it wouldn't be a federal mandate. It's so different where you're at, but it's, you know, is there going to be a mandate anytime soon for these standard safety practices? Because my mind is so blown away right now because I'm thinking when I, and I'm sure you feel the same way. I mean, when you read the regulations, you're probably thinking this is the these are the bare basics. I mean, it's not even really anything special to be in OSHA compliance. Like that's just the basic. And our goals as safety trainers, as safety consultants, I I know you feel the same way. We're trying to take companies beyond OSHA compliance and really into the mindset of, I just, you know, I want to be safe, whatever that takes for me today and then also keep my uh, keep my brother's keeper, the the coworkers that I'm working alongside, you know, keeping them safe too. So, do you feel like um, do you feel like it's coming close that safety will be um, a mandate? Uh, so I know that a few years ago, I think two years ago, they they were talking about it that. Mm. There will be OSHA and and um, specific regulations um, with regards to safety working working in, in in these companies. What are required? What are your employee employees required to have um, as training competencies? Yeah. But yeah, the conversa- conversation started, but after that, you you hear nothing. No, wow. so I'm all. I'm also amazed when I I go in some companies of uh, if I'm I'm driving on the road, I see some things and I'm also amazed because my whole mindset is is already I'm so safety minded already. So yeah, <laughs> for me it's also I yeah, I have to think twice and look twice if. If that re- if if that is really happening, <laughs> <laughs> did I really just see what I thought I just saw? Was someone really on top of a roof, on top of a scaffold with no fall protection on? I mean, 
I know that you're so people focused and I know your heart is called to serve, serve your community, make a huge impact in your community. And outside of that, I mean, all the work you have employees traveling, you know, all over the place to, to train. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I just, I know you're up to big things. What about, what are you excited about right now? What is making you, what projects, you know, are you really excited about looking forward? What's the next thing uh, for you and your business? <coughs> so we, from the beginning, when, when I started with, um, with training, with safety, it was all about the gold mining, construction and gold mining. And um, currently, I think, Two years ago, there was a huge discovery of oil in Suriname. So we will see a huge shift now from gold mining to oil and gas. And wow. as a provider of safety training, we have to um, prepare ourselves to that. Absolutely. And, yeah. and the oil and gas, especially the offshore um, yeah. part of it, part of this is completely new for Suriname. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm trying to think about what is what is coming, how we can prepare for that, what expertise do we need to get in um, because we don't have the expertise in-house currently. So, yeah, that is, that is the next thing, to see how we will provide for that industry. My goodness. Well, first and foremost, I mean, your community is so is so um, I think that they're blessed to have a company like you who understands, you know, understands that this is a people game. Yes, we're safety professionals, but at the end of the day, safety is just safety. And without the people side of it. I think that safety regulations, safety mandates can fall on deaf ears if it's yeah. not told to by the right person, by it, by the way it's communicated. You know, I've always mm -hmm. believed that we can't make a big enough impact by just being a safety cop and by saying, so you need to do this, you and need that. to follow this regulation and this. Yeah. Because OSHA says so like, that's mm -hmm. not how we're going to be motivating and, and inspiring change. You know, you believe that it's people first and then we'll figure the rest out. And so they're so lucky to have somebody to have a resource like you that can really influence the reason why the re the whole reason why like explaining the why behind the safety regulations safety. that's awesome yes. and, and that that kind of leads us into our partnership you know i wasn't even thinking about making that an announcement but hey we we going to make the announcement on the podcast here is that awesome. you know how we <laughs> yeah how we got connected is we've been following each other on social media and uh, one thing led to another and with the oil and gas boom that Suriname is going to be facing uh we you and I have connected we are oil and gas experts here in the states and so for right now we'll be able to provide safe land training 
H2S training. We provide those classes virtually and uh, you will be able to um, offer those classes to your students if they are wanting to take you know, safe land and, yes. and kind of yeah. that awareness level. So tell us about that. What has been the, the talk, the, you know, what is the excitement? I know you're excited about this oil and gas um, boom that your community is about to experience, but what about the employees? Are they excited? Are they scared? Are they, they're not trained? Like this is all so new. So new. What, I don't know yes, what's that- everyone talking about that is that is completely true it is it is a new thing for Suriname so we have thought about it and we we thought about starting with the awareness level get because there are the, so many surfaces in will be needed in Suriname mm-hmm. and and surfaces so many things like offering food on 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 the rigs so, so there is yes. so so much opportunity, but I know because I have already experienced how it is to work with multinationals, and the new multinationals coming in would will not be any different. So, if you want to be competitive, if you want to be able to provide your services, you need to have your safety in place, and that is what we think um, we can provide them, help them, help companies understand the importance of safety. What do you need to have in place to get your company um, safety ready? To be mm-hmm. able mm-hmm. To, to, to work with them. So that is the first mm-hmm. step. We will, we will, um, educate people on 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 safety what is the importance what kind of training is needed for for you for your employees and and what do you need to have in place that is how we think that um we will start and then from that side we will go further what expertise because we don't have the expertise in house that's why we collaborated with with true safety to provide them more um, specialized training in oil and gas. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so excited. And most importantly, I'm excited to work with you. You know, I'm excited to work with somebody who's brilliant, who's passionate about people. And I mean, I love what you're saying. It's just, you are there to help companies not only bring their workers home safely, but to take their company to, be, to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. You're there to educate them and get them ready, get them competitive to take, go to the next level as, you know, as business owners, you're able to help them, um, really get, like you said, safety ready and beyond. So that's going to be an incredible journey to watch. And you're right. There's going to be so many opportunities for, for contractors mm-hmm. and with opportunity, probably where your mind goes to is my heart goes out to the souls who are putting their lives on the line to make it to, to make a paycheck. Right. And without the safety training awareness, without the competency, the nose of the 
simple hazards on an oil and gas project. I mean, people's lives are at risk and, um, and it is, and it is a high risk job. It is serious that, that employees are trained. So, um, no one is in better hands than, than with you. So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. I have taken way past your your time that you've allocated with me. Um, I can't believe it's already been almost forty so, minutes. I can't, the time I knew that the time was yeah time it went by fast. fast. And I guarantee everyone listening, this will be a part two. This will be a, there will be a part two, a part three, and (laughs) we will have another podcast um, because we all want to listen to your journey. I'm invested. I want to know your wins, your challenges along the way as oil and gas uh, becomes bigger and booming uh, where you're at, because this will be, this will be awesome to, and I think that we can, we'll be able to share our experiences on what has worked for us and what hasn't worked Yes. Uh, working with these oil and gas service providers. So we could, you know, give you guys some insight on, on what we've experienced here, but do you have any final thoughts, any final words for the listeners today? Yeah, we are, we are also very excited to collaborate with, with true safety with you. Um, we share the same passion. That's why I started following you also on, on social media and that's how we connected. Um, Yeah. yeah, we, we, we have huge plans um, to go further with safety. Uh, safety is is it's a calling. I say every time I say it, safety yeah. is 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 my calling, and educating people mm-hmm. on safety. I feel so, um, yeah, like it's 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 my job to do that, because I had the chance to learn that from other companies, from other co- uh, multinationals, and I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, provide that also to other companies that they can educate their um, people to work safe, to uh, be competitive in this world, to ensure mm-hmm. that, yeah, that everyone goes home safely. That is the main uh, goal of safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. so looking forward. Well, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm one of your guys's <coughs> biggest cheerleaders. I'm here to root you guys on. I know you're up to big things. I know um, you have a strong calling on your life to serve and um, watching you impact uh, thousands, eventually millions of lives is going to be an incredible, incredible um, journey to watch you on. So thank you you so much for talking with us today. (laughs) Yes. And everyone stay tuned. What we'll do with this podcast is we'll link all of your contact information, the business website. Um, if people want to, you know, ask questions or just get in contact with you directly, we're going to provide you with those links and everyone. Thank you so much for listening and we'll we'll talk with you next time. Thank you. Thank you Apollonia. Thank you everyone for listening. It was uh, it yes, was fun. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the True Safety podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com/podcast to schedule a free call with our team where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program, and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash
podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode. 